Welcome to the Jonna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and Miss Holly Roberts in the house for hour one. With it. With it. Guys. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Are you saying what's up, guys, or were you about to go into a thing? I was about to go. I was going to I was saying what's up. And then I was going to say guys, comma. Oh, OK. <clears throat> I feel like I'm reading the Donna Valentine book. What comes next? Well, I was walking through the parking lot and uh, something must have been going on to my right because I guess an employee was going by in a car and started to take a picture. And I thought, that's strange. Why is she taking a picture of people walking? Because I could hear, like, talking, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turn around to look, and I see Who before me. Who was in our parking lot this you're morning? You're not even going to believe it. I don't know. Ric Flair was in the building a couple weeks Woo! ago. I, I believe anything now. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> there were two alpacas. Oh, my One gosh. was brown. One was white. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And I lost my mind. Oh, I'm walk. You know, I'm walking in the opposite direction. I'm walking here, Boy. and I turn and I stop, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, I have to." So I start walking towards them very slowly, and I'm like, "Can I? I have to." I'm like, "Ride one of them." I just oh. wanted to. I just wanted to say hello. Of course. So I did. I'm sure they were on uh, Minnesota Live. They right? get all. They get all the animals. They get all the good. We ask. They get all the good all the guests. Time. That's right. I know. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so I got to pet them, and oh. I said to the young man, "I said my dream is to have an alpaca farm," and he said, "We do have an alpaca farm," <laughs> and I said, "You are living my dream, young man." Now, Donna. Yes. I don't know from where these alpacas in the parking lot came from. I didn't ask. But I do know that there is a place called Whispering Oaks Alpacas. I've been there. And they host Christmas open houses. And they are having them this weekend. Oh, my God. (laughs) Where you can go and pet an alpaca that is dressed up for the holidays. Oh, my God. That is so cute. I have been there. By the way, you need to make an appointment. I just showed up and it was a person's house. And so I rang the doorbell and nobody came. So I called a number and the lovely lady answered. I'm sorry, I'm getting verklempt. And she was on a walk and she's like, yeah, you're supposed to make an appointment. And then she came and basically spent an hour and a half with me and my family. And I got to walk an alpaca. It was amazing. You know what, Donna? I'm going to say something that you're going to be offended at, but then hopefully inspired by. You can't ruin my morning. I think that you've got, on some days of the week, not every day, but on some days of the week, you've got some time in your schedule. You've got some flexibility in this season of life. Sure. You've got to go volunteer at a zoo. Go work at Como right down the street. You need to be around animals because just experiencing them through Instagram. And then losing your ever-loving mind when you see one in a parking lot, which is reasonable. I just think you could bring a lot more joy into your life if you started working or volunteering at I a zoo this. or I a conservatory. This. Yeah. I Make could, it your 2024 hey, thing. I love it. You know? I could also go to, uh, you know, I could volunteer at um, uh, the Humane Society. Absolutely. You just, I just think that you would be recharge. well served being around 
furry pe- pe- little friends because you feel so deeply moved when you see something. Like I if do. I saw an alpaca in the parking lot, I'd be like, oh my gosh, look at this freaking thing. Look at his uh. neck. His freaking neck is all up there. <laughs> and then I'd maybe, I wouldn't pet it probably. And then I'd just sort of keep going. I'd appreciate it and keep moving on. But you are stirred on an emotional, almost soul level. And I just I think am. 2024, get, get busy volunteering. Okay, will do. You'd love it. Thanks, Steve. I mean, I see turkeys. I see a gang of turkeys, and I have to stop my car. Oh, I always think, should I rev it? (laughs) These turkeys, they they are gang birds. Oh, yeah. They are the bloods. You saw my video, right? I saw them. Turkeys will always win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what I'd like to see. Um, A turkey versus a goose. A PO'd turkey versus a PO'd goose, because those are very scary Animals. A goose, when it turns and runs at you and does its hiss. As in a Canada goose? I don't know. Any geese. I haven't okay. ever asked them for their papers. But wherever they're from, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think these guys are super nice. They start very, very cute. But then by the end, they're holding protest, crap it all over the sidewalk and street, <laughs> take their sweet A time just across. I mean, they, they, they lure us in every uh, spring. Look at our offspring. Look at these little goslings. Yeah. Oh, they're so cute and furry. Hmm. And they turn into monsters. That's it. That's exactly right. Oh, that's really nice, Donna. Oh, thanks. I'm glad that you had a nice start to your to your morning. Thank you. It was great because I got very little sleep. So let me ask you this question. If uh, if a week and a half ago I said, hey, you could bump in in a hall, you could bump into the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, mm-hmm. or an alpaca. Uh, there's no competition. Nature. No. No. The alpaca. Yes. I, I've already interviewed Ric Flair before. It was yeah, great. It was that, fine. That Woo! does check the book. Woo! Yeah. Alpaca? Come on. How often do you run into an alpaca? Often at zoos uh, <laughs> and petting zoos and farms. How often do you walk into the nature boy? How often do you turn the corner? But, I mean, you're a huge fan. Huge fan. I wouldn't know if I ran into a Hall of Famer, you know, on the street. I didn't know when I was talking to James Earl Jones. This is a story that lives in infamy. Holly, she was backstage. It was in the 80s. But still, you know, James, his voice had dropped. You know, like, (laughs) it already already was the iconic Darth Vader, among many other things. Donna's backstage at, what is it, the Grammys? Tonys. The Tonys. Chatting it up with some fella. I was sitting on a staircase, and we're just talking, talking about, I don't know, the weather. It doesn't matter. He did have a very deep voice. <laughs> In hindsight. And uh, about 20 minutes later, my friend Matt says, hey, what were you talking to James Earl Jones about? I go, when was I talking to James Earl Jones? He's like, are you serious? And I go, yeah. I don't think I knew who he was. I didn't think I knew his name. Mm. Mm, theater mm. legend yes yeah. absolutely now he has a theater named after mm-hmm. that's exactly right yes amazing. he does yeah, yeah. So Hugh Jackman's music man was there I believe I think you're right anyway I gotta go <sighs> fun start to the day though yeah. that's very fun so um, hey I got <coughs> excuse me I'm allergic to alpaca I have a little Oprah Winfrey story okay that I want to tell you about if you've seen her recently and thought mm-hmm. oh look at how Oprah is looking mm-hmm. she tipped her hat to what's behind that and it's sort of something that i think a lot of us have either questions about or opinions about or curious about 
So we'll uh, let you hear from Oprah as to her body transformation, what's behind it. It's more than just Weight Watchers, I'll tell you that. That when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Wow, big band, man. Boy, the horn section, they were waiting. I know. That was great. It's fun. So I fun. Like, I like a good horn section. Me too. Now you have a child who plays a horn, I understand. Yeah, hashtag born for the horn. It's uh, Grayson. Grayson is playing the trumpet right now. Got it. Still pretty darn good for having never never ever played it before sure you know and i I like it when i see their little dedication when he just takes his little trumpet case walks down into the basement all on his own i'm like you putting in some time yep then you just hear you know (laughs) is it for music class yeah he's in band um fifth grade band at his elementary school and so Lovely. Oh, yeah, they're hot cross buns. Hot cross buns right out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got his uh, cousin just down the street who's playing the trombone. Hashtag Brass Brothers. You know, if he learns how to play taps, he can make some money. Hey, Donna. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Way to bring it to a dark place. Honest to goodness. <laughs> I'm available for funerals. I mean, I'm what is saying. your problem? I'm, yeah, you can make some money doing that. Did you do your own bangs or did you go to a place? What? Did you do your own bangs? Did you not change your hair? Is your hair not different? Uh, not since yesterday. Really? Yeah. They look totally, your hair looks totally different today. Well, I have it in it, a ponytail. It does. The bangs. Your bangs are very... Oh, because I pushed them to the other side. I changed oh, sides. okay. And, okay, so I've been watching some Instagram videos. There's oh, boy. this guy who's, like, really good. And he takes the hair of his client, twists it... And once it gives, like it has a little bounce to it, like a little bend, mm-hmm. then you put them sideways and you do it. Uh, I did screw them up. I did. It's okay. It's just hair. It'll grow back. Oh, they That's look what they cute. Said. Thank you. It just felt like brand new. I just see you. You know my vision of you is you, rosé, and scissors. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it goes no, great. No, I did it in the morning. It was fine. Oh, my gosh. You took scissors to your hair in the morning. Yeah. Yesterday morning. I just get frustrated. And I know I could go to my hairstylist and just say, hey, can you just real quick trim my bangs? Ain't nobody got time for that. Again, I think you might, though, just do it in the future. I I think They look great. They look great. It looks great. It just felt brand new today. No, it's not. I should get those scissors that are like, you know, that have like the zigzag. Yeah. They say that's for... um, thinning they always do that with my very thick hair it's funny she cuts my hair on top and after she like cleans up the side with clippers and then she it's it feels like they're crunching your uh-huh. hair it makes a weird sound huh. i don't understand how it works but it's like taking every other hair out yeah so yeah. it really thins it up a lot but okay. yeah they're the weird crunchy kind of scissors it looks like you could do something fancy with ribbon if you were wrapping a present like these would be the ribbon scissors that you would do Anyway, uh, Donna's sporting a little bit of a new look. Hey, she's got a big gig this I weekend. I'm seeing at the holiday party. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. Um, not the only person with a new look. Oprah Winfrey, you may have noticed her. We talked about her being on the Drew Barrymore show a couple of days ago and it being weird. Why? Well, because, listen, we love Drew Barrymore, yeah. but just don't caress your guest's arms for a long time and don't make them hold hands with you while you're sitting crisscross applesauce three inches away from them on a couch. 
beyond that. Yeah, yeah. We're really big fans. Yeah, huge. But she she's, seems like a lovely person. Oh, for sure. Great lunch. Like, let's go yeah. have lunch with Drew Barrymore. Real good for, energy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Lots to love about Drew. But anyway, that had Oprah in the news. Uh, the Color Purple, the musical, is coming out, and uh, so she's been doing press for that. But she's she. You may have noticed that she's looking trimmer yes. than perhaps the last time you saw her. Uh, Oprah says it's been public sport to make fun of her body for about 25 years, which caused her to blame herself, even though she has a predisposition to gain weight. So she discovered a medication that went nameless to help. She said it felt like redemption, felt like a gift. She only says uh, that she uses it only as a maintenance tool, though, Mm -hmm. especially during the holidays, saying, I now use it as I feel I need it. I know that if I'm not also working out and vigilant about all the other things, it doesn't work for me. I eat my last meal at 4 o'clock. I drink a gallon of water a day, and I use the Weight Watchers principles of counting points. Now she is only 7 pounds away from her goal weight of 160 pounds. Okay. Um, now, listen, I th- a lot of us would, are probably thinking it's Ozempic. I, I, it can't be. You can't just go on and off that like that, can you? I think you can do anything. anything. I think if you have a doctor that gets you stuff, you can do anything you want. And, um, I mean, it's all about how you put it in, you know? If you use it to get you to a weight and then bring it back into your rotation when you need your appetite suppressed so that you don't do your normal yo-yoing back up and down. But there was that study that came out about a month ago about Ozempic saying that it was decreasing heart disease in patients. And so if you have any sort of viewpoint on an appetite suppressant, on a drug Ozempic, which was originally for diabetic patients, and then they this side effect happens to be weight loss, but then the medical community looks at it and says, okay, well, even if that's just sort of the the side effect benefit of it, they are seeing that people with lower BMI right. have they lower their risk of a bunch of dif- different health problems. And so I, th- I think with all the crap that we put in ourselves, with all of the little poisons that are in all of the foods that we eat and the drinks that we drink, I feel no position to take any kind of a moral stance against, oh, well, gosh, I don't know. Either. I feel like doctor. it's a net good for people if you're bringing your body weight down and not eating, overeating like most Americans do. What do they say, Don? I'll tell you what they say. Gosh, thank you for asking that you question. Bet. They say as a nation, we're overfed and, and undernourished. undernourished. Overfed and undernourished. Thank you. That's when our tattoo works best because we got the companion tattoo. That's right. Donna and I did on the smalls of our back. <laughs> Mine says overfed. Donna says undernourished. <laughs> and it's a hit in the summer. Oh, my God. Oh, you're redonkulous. May I move on to a story? You may. Of a serious nature? Sure. I saw this headline at uh, people.com. Alfonso, how do you say his name? Ribeiro? Ribeiro, yeah. He is asking his followers to please send prayers for Derek Huff's wife, Haley. She is still hospitalized, and she had an emergency craniectomy. Oh, my. So he had posted a photo on Instagram of the couple on their wedding day and then uh, just saying, please send your prayers. They mean everything to me and our family. Put love in your heart and send it to them. Um, I, I guess she had some type of episode 
where mm. when she was brought in, she had a um, cranial hematoma. I mean, that is scary stuff. For sure, to say so, the least. So, uh, Derek Huff is thanking the first responders and medical personnel who've cared for her. Um, yeah, so I just, first of all, I didn't even know he was married. That's how I feel, Donna. Uh, most about days, right? Most of the time. Celebrity relationship. Oh my gosh. Anyway, his well, wife I, is now on the long road to recovery. I th- And I think if it's like the same sort of thing, like a craniotomy. Craniectomy, they to seem to be somewhat to relieve, yeah. relieve pressure. Oh my word. I mean the fact that there is brain surgery, guys, oh, and that people live to tell about it is and, remarkable. How about people who are awake during the surgeries? Oh my word. I yeah, just can't. You can't feel anything on your brain. They cut your skull open and if someone's touching your brain, it's boop. Yep, and they're like, can you wiggle your finger? Because they want to make sure that they're not affecting some part oh, of your gosh. brain that, you know, controls certain parts of your body. Wow. Um, uh, what is the name of the show that I was watching? It is fascinating. Uh, Le- 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 Lexington Hill. Lex- oh, yeah, 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 that 911 Lenox show. Hill. Lenox yeah. Hill. It is fascinating. Like, I, I haven't even turned away while they're working on, like, surgery. And they show everything up close. It is absolutely fascinating. These brilliant doctors. Thank wow. God there are smart people in the world. Amen to that, sister. Right. Anyway, now we dance. Let's, dance. Let's have a good time. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Uh, what do you want to do when we come back? You know, the Hollywood Reporter has some Oscar nomination predictions based on what's already been nominated. We could run through a little bit of that if you would like. I'm down with that. All right, let's uh, we'll do, do a little it. bit of that. Okay. When we return, Don and Steve, my talk. You're my best friend. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy here for my friends at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Uh, boy, they got so many great things going on right about now during the holiday season. Uh, all sorts of ways that you could cash in for you or maybe someone on your gift list. You could maybe get some Chanhassen Dinner Theaters gift cards right about now. Uh, you or your guests would be warmly welcomed at the door. This is this great cozy fireplace. Uh, you get cocktails, appetizers, a wonderful dinner, and then fabulous dessert. And then uh, your choice of an amazing Broadway blockbuster like Jersey Boys or coming up early next year, Beautiful, the Carol King musical, or maybe even an imp- uh, evening of improv with Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. We worked them a few years ago. They are so good. Or how about one of the many concerts coming up in 2024? Tributes to Alabama, Stevie Wonder, Patsy Cline, Prince, the Eagles, and more. Gift cards never expire. Order online or by phone. If you order by phone, a bonus $25 gift card awaiting for you if you get a $150 gift card. So dial the digits. Take that extra 10 seconds out of your day to call them, and you'll get even more gift card for your money. ChanSNDT.com. Morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Award season is coming. All the nominations are coming out. It's fun. No, I have I have um, some breaking uh, Hubbard Broadcasting holiday party news. If you want it now or after your story, mm. it impacts you. I would like it now. <clears throat> okay, and then we can discuss. And if there's time, sure, we'll get to the Hollywood Reporter's predictions or forecast. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing, right? Absolutely. Synonyms, sister. Thank you. Now, did you get some kind of email that I haven't seen yet? No, I got a text message. Uh Uh-oh. 
maybe a little bit of context. Yesterday, Donna started sending a group text to um, to me and to Matt Belanger and to uh, Hutch from KS95. Okay. And also, what was funny was that the message started. I'm not going to read anything privy, Donna, so don't worry. But the message to the group started with this line. Totally, you two morons. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> Steve loves this guy on YouTube. I have. I don't see any messages oh my above God. it. So oh, Donna I, just <laughs> broke. Her mic broke. Her mic. Continue, Steve. <laughs> oh, no, Donna. This is your moment to rise right. I'll, like a I'll get phoenix from the ashes. No, the whole thing, like the base and everything fell over. Oh, there you go. Oh, my Meanwhile, KS95, today's hit music, they've got all the state-of-the-art equipment. Holly's working a foot crank over there. There's a oh, pedal okay. and crank operation just to keep us on the air. <laughs> That's right. We just have to man, uh, manually power environmentally friendly, though. That is the truth of the matter. I am going to switch microphones, okay? Please Absolutely. Hold. All right, yeah. this guy's all right, here's, I'm gonna, gonna, I have to shoot this guy. Okay. He's oh. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, She's yeah, old like, yellering like a, a microphone. <laughs> no, no, this is a sad part of the bug. Oh, All right, here is. I am. Hi, uh, how's it going? Okay. All How right, are good you to doing? see you guys. Oh, pretty good. I saw alpacas this morning. Nothing can bring me down. That's true. You're feeling really good. Dang right. So the group message that Donna sends to me and to Hutch from KS95 starts with, uh, and, and Matt Belanger from 508 News, just starts with totally, you two morons. FYI, Steve loves this guy on YouTube, but there is no previous message to it i don't know where i was very confused at the start of this message then you start addressing matt belanger's partner in the thing i don't even know if he's on this i don't even know if you meant to include me on this message i don't remember either let's see uh the set of 556 yes oh yeah because i wanted to i want to know who's sitting with who Okay, but I don't know. I think that you were responding to a new thread about an old video. Oh, you're right. Totally, it, YouTube morons. Yesterday. FYI, Steve <laughs> loves this guy on YouTube. And I'm like, what are we? what's going on here? So then you start saying, hey, we need to reserve a table yep. for Donna and Hutch from Case 95 and then Steve, Lou, um, and Donna, and then Matt and Kyle. So we have this whole thing. And... Hutch is confused. Because he doesn't he know be. Matt's number. Yeah. He's like, what's <laughs> happening here? What are these numbers? I'm still so confused as to what's happening. I, at one point, just type in, Steve Patterson has left the chat. I'm just trying to get out of here. What's right, going on? Right. Anyway, as that's all happening. <laughs> this is hilarious. And, you know, um, Hutch had come up to Don in the cafeteria and said, hey, I can be your... Uh, you're plus one. You know, I can pick you up. I can pick you up. You're like, don't pick me up. That's weird. And he's like, I can pick you up. Here's what the message that I get from Hutch. Okay. I have permission to read this on the air. Okay. So I have an update for the holiday party. He sends this as this message was going out with you and me and Matt yesterday. Okay. Yes. I won't be able to make it this year and take Donna as my date. <gasps> what? But I will offer her two options. What? I would love to take her out to dinner to the Monte Carlo no. some evening. <laughs> or I can cook her dinner at your place when I watch Rex. It's up to her. <laughs> no, that's getting weird now. He's trying to reach out in friendship. Mm. What's the Monte Carlo? It's a restaurant in cool. Minneapolis. What's is funny about that one? is I yes, have a painting of the Monte Carlo in my house. Of the Minneapolis Monte Carlo or the actual Monte Carlo? Minneapolis Monte Carlo. 
Isn't there a Vegas Monte Carlo or an Italy Monte Carlo? Well, there used to be a Vegas one, and then there's a Monte Carlo in Monaco. I love Monaco this time of year. Mm. Anyway, um, that has happened. So you don't have a plus one. He's not coming now. I'm not coming either. Hey, 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 hey. Donna, hey. I'm going solo. All right. There you go. All right. All right. I'm going Come sit with solo. us, Holly. All right. We're palling around. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is good. We're back. Um... <laughs> And we're at a new we're at a new location. We can't say where because the paparazzi will be there. <laughs> but we're at a new exciting. location this year. Very okay. exciting. So yeah, that'll now, be exciting. That will be an interesting change on how things will be arranged. You know, traditionally at these parties there is one seating arrangement, mm-hmm. and then maybe perhaps there will be another one. So maybe all of this is just you know. Do we normally have assigned seats? No, no, see, Donna's not been there in a while, and that's been actually a been years. a few years since I've been there. Um, so you've got the. Usually the the cocktail hour happens in this foyer, um, and we used to do this at a downtown hotel, and then you just hang there, and then they would open the doors, and like boarding a Southwest flight, people just rush in and find seats. Yeah, it's, it's like very... a, it's like we fest. You know, you run in with your chair, you try to find your spot in front of the stage. And it's very anxiety-inducing for some people, because unless you have formed an alliance... And find a table with that many open seats, it is very likely that you could be separated from your party and or end up at a table with accounting, which we think would be fun because we think numbers are fun and accountants are fun. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to be with my department, unless you're with them when that door opens, it's very easy to get separated and find yourself like doing a lot of this. Oh, and what what department do you work in? (laughs) Right, right, right. Is that on the third floor? I don't get up there often. And that's your next 90 minutes of your life. Hey, I have a question. Sure. How many floors are there? There are three floors in our building. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. Plus the little basement layer where Glenn works. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> underground portions. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess if you yeah, if you count there's like a whole bomb tunnel that you can go through oh, and yeah. everything. Right. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. There's a vault and archives. It's fascinating. Um I do remember it was a couple years ago that I was at the holiday party. I was talking to the Twin Cities Live people, and I I had a problem with my belt. So at this point now, I my belt is like clipped off, and so I have it, and I'm holding the part, the long part that would be around the right side of your waist, okay, that you would bring it through the loop. Okay. And I something went wrong, and I'm now talking to Kelly Hansen and Elizabeth Reese, and I'm like, I have that part of the belt in my hand. I'm not making any suggestive jokes, but I understand how it could look not great if someone rolled up on me in that moment. Right. I felt a shadowy figure draw nigh. Oh, no. And I, the, the, the girls, Elizabeth and Kelly, they look at me and they're laughing. And then I turn. And? And it was the general manager of television, my boss, Robert Hubbard. <gasps> and it was ill-timed. And it was ill-timed. <laughs> and all I can say is, I now work in radio. <laughs> Like we got to put him with the dirt bags. <laughs> that's right. That's it. He's becoming scummy. Oh Get my god! That's anyway, hilarious. we had a laugh. Soft pant corner. Yeah, it was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> right. It was a problem. Anyway. Anyway, so all right. Well, Saturday. thank you for sharing that. I thought it was going to be like we don't have a script yet. We don't. We're not going to get a script until Saturday. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Fill me in on this. Oh, so Steve and I have to. Um, We've been roped. Be in. your masters of ceremony. Ooh. But we can't figure out if we want to, you know, sort of 
napalm the stage and just roast people Ricky Gervais style or just stick right to the script? I think we get stick in, to get the out, script. Keep it moving. Yep. Keep it moving. Oh, full roast, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah. I am not taking any chances. But we don't no. want to. Listen, yeah. Lori and Julia got fired from this because they got a little too tipsy a couple of years in a row. <laughs> and everyone paused for shock. I thought they were hilarious. You, you know, listen, I, I think that it depends on what state of mind you're in as to whether or not you're going to, how loose you're going to be. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Mm. But we, we think maybe don't joke about the industries of radio and television. Don't necessarily call out specific people by name. Correct. Right? So we're thinking. Right. Okay. And that's how we'll start. But here's the thing. After dinner, <laughs> there's going to be a dinner. And then we have to get up and do a little more. So it's like, hi, welcome in. This is what it is, blah, blah, blah. Let's enjoy our dinner. Sure. We eat the dinner. Then we come back up. Depending on how dinner has gone and the tone of the room will probably inform how we do the second act. Mm. Sure. Well, I'll be standing off stage with a giant vaudeville hook. So you guys will know <laughs> if you have just totally bombed when I yank you off the stage. Love okay. it. Okay. That's, okay. That's Maybe, or you could slime cue. us if that's doable. Not too messy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's going to be fun. I, I bet a lot of people are having their company holiday parties this weekend. But I read something in the Wall Street Journal yesterday that said company parties are really down this year. A lot of holiday parties aren't happening some stuff that's happened in the economy, uh, even even with just the recognition of some world events that are happening where some companies have said, oh, I don't know if this is going to be you know, the, the right time to throw this party or not. So if your company has a party and a holiday get-together to honor you and to celebrate the work that's been accomplished, you, I think, we would be sort of in the minority. So, right, and we um, should be very be thankful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What would you get, the chicken or the, or the, 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 the scallops? Beef? Scallops. I just made that up. You have You didn't even check a box, did you? I'm sure I did. If there's beef, I'm not choosing beef. You just chose the non-beef box. Correct. Right. There's also a veg box. Ooh. I wonder what's in the veg. What's the like vegetarian option? I feel like it was like a risotto of some kind. I love risotto. No mushroom oh, so in that. Oh hey, my god. So here's good. your cooking tip for today. If you're making risotto, I think Gordon Ramsay just tells you like never stop stirring that. You just have to sit there stir and stir it forever. And stir and stir. Who made the risotto? You donkey! Get out! (laughs) Uh, I'm going to try to fix my microphone. We didn't get to any We didn't get to any Hollywood predictions, but we had fun holiday party talk. And because we already feel bad, we will move our Hollywood uh, Oscar predictions to the very next segment. All right. Yeah, sure. Feel good about that? Yeah, why not? We'll do it. Stay there. It's Donna. It's Steve. It's my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! That's ah, what we got to do, right? Woo! Yeah, you just got to woo through it. All right, so here's the deal. There is a forecast that has been assembled by Scott Feinberg of The Hollywood Reporter. He is the executive editor of awards coverage, okay? So he is making his best attempt to predict the behavior of the Academy of Motion Picture uh, Arts and Sciences, Okay. These are not his personal preferences. This is just if he had to put money on it. Yes, these are projections. Here's he going to win. Yes, so he's drawing upon conversations with voters and other industry insiders. He's looking at analysis of marketing and awards campaigns, results of awards ceremonies that precede the Oscars, and then the history of the Oscars, you know, itself. Yes. Okay? 
So I I don't think there's any surprises here. Like when it comes to best picture, he's got, you know, 10. Uh, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, among them, Maestro. Um, but then he's got major threats and possibilities. I did not realize how many movies came out this year. Major threats. He has The Color Purple, Saltburn, Air, All of Us Strangers, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. How yeah. about that? That's and then movie. he's got Possibilities, The Iron Claw. Oh, did you see that? No. It's not out yet. Okay, this is the Zac Efron one? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh it's not out yet, and it's going to be eligible? Yeah, because you have up until the end of the year. Yeah, so these okay. Christmas yeah. releases, you know, October through December is where we see so many of these Oscar contenders. Yeah, they all start just like a big clump of them. Yeah, I said clump. Yeah, what are you going to do about I it? I didn't like it. Some other possibilities are, um, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Have you watched it yet? I knew you were going to ask me this. No, but I'll get to it. I'm just. You will. I. I really think you'll. You'll. Your wife especially will like it. Okay. Okay. It's about like raising a girl. It's very yeah, sweet. Based on the Judy Bloom novel. Yes. 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 I had a lot of reasons to watch it. I got it. Not get to there. be confused with the Chelsea Handler. Are you there, story. vodka? It's me, Chelsea. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, they've got Ferrari on here and Priscilla for uh, possibilities for best picture, but that is not his main um, prediction. He's just saying, you know. So in total there, like through the, the front runners, uh, the you contenders, got 22. The 22, yeah, all the way. So basically all the movies. <laughs> Donna. I know. They release new movies every week, and then streamers do too, and stuff like that, remember? Yeah, that's true. For best director, obviously it's going to be the biggies, like Christopher Nolan, Greta Gerwig, Martin Scorsese. Okay. Holly, did you see that movie yet? I haven't. I haven't. It didn't trade my bladder well enough I know. to see it in the movie theater. That's the yeah. biggest complaint yeah. about it. I anyway, will, though. Okay. Major threats are Bradley. Hang on, Donna. Were there any more front runners that you're just uh, avoiding yeah, to not say their names out loud? That is correct. Why don't we give it? Because you, you Jonathan with... Glazer for The Zone of Interest. Uh, your goes Lanthimos. See, look at you. Yeah. Poor things. Thank you. What if in 2024 you maybe made a goal of... Oh, really? Wait a second. I didn't even Uh, finish. Okay. (laughs) Just listen. Hear me out. Do you want to be my dialect coach? (laughs) (laughs) Hear me out. Rude. I'm just saying, what if Scorsese... What if we just learned to say that? Because I know you have to comedically add effect to it because of panic when you see it every time or he comes up in conversation. I think I think that's the proper pronunciation. I believe it's Scorsese. Yeah. Do you want to try saying that next Didn't year? Didn't I say Scorsese? No, you always do Martin Scorsese. Do you not even hear the comedic <laughs> affectation that you add to it, Donna? Okay. It's similar to your guy. I guess guy It's like this one time I was in a class in college and the guy said without irony Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then forevermore, no. <laughs> he was the Pirates of the Caribbean guy. That's funny. I don't know what he's up to these days, maybe not. Oh, boy. Okay. Swashbuckler. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to know about? No, I just wanted you to say Yorgos Lanthimos with confidence because I knew okay. you could.
Major threats included Bradley Cooper, Celine Song, Alexander Payne, Cord Jefferson for American Fiction, Todd Haynes for May, December, and Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall. I'd kind of like to see Bradley Cooper win a Best Director. That'd be an interesting speech, I feel like. That'd be an interesting win. I don't know how I feel about him. Say more. I I feel like he might have a little bit of an ego. Not that really? everyone else doesn't. I see him as very humble. Hmm. Holly? I have mixed feelings on Bradley Cooper. I guess that's how I feel. Like, Uh yeah. But I'm always interested in what he does. He's an interesting producer. He makes interesting acting choices. Mm -hmm. But I also have mixed feelings about him because of the way that he uses the paparazzi to leverage his fame. Hmm. It just, one doesn't seem like it goes with the other. It's kind of like with Ben Affleck. It's like, Ben Affleck. You do all these paparazzi photographs begrudgingly, but you do them anyways. What's the deal? Right. What is that all yeah. about? What's the deal? Um, you know what I thought he was really great in was, um, give me a second, give me a second. Oh, my God. What was the name of it with the the Haim family? Mm. It was... Uh, oh, uh, Licorice Pizza. So good. You loved that movie. I you? really did. It was just a little slice of life back in that time. Mm. Really good. He was great in that. He's also one of the front runners for best actor for Maestro. Maestro. Then we've got Killian Murphy, of course, for Oppenheimer. Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, which I hear is fantastic. And Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Jeffrey Wright would be an interesting win there, too. I'm just thinking of what makes for an interesting night. And he's an actor who, when we say his name, you may or may not have somebody that comes to mind. But if we showed you his face, you would certainly identify him and and know him. He's just, he seems like the kind of actor who could act on a street corner. He could act on Broadway. He could act on TV or in movies. He just seems like a, just a reliable, good Actor. And I only have a few things that are like coming to my mind of places that I've seen him, but anytime I see him, I just feel like he's got a gravitas to him, Jeffrey Wright. I he does not look familiar to me in the least. Is that right? Yeah. But I don't I didn't watch Westworld. Sure. I didn't watch The Batman. Yeah. Oh, he is so good. Really? In Angels in America. Oh, you know, that I limited... never watched that series. Oh, it's so good. That's what I hear. Yeah, I believe it's available on Max to watch right now. Oh, maybe. Got to put it on the list, Holly. Oh, put it on the list. Thank you. Anyway, some of the major threats. Uh, let's see. Leonardo DiCaprio, Andrew Scott, Barry Keegan, Matt Damon for Air, Nicolas Cage, which I just got a review on that, and it was... Uh, basically called Terrible. Absolutely okay. Terrible Movie. Dream Scenario is the name of it. All right, well, Nick Cage might get an Oscar for it anyway. I, I don't get it. How about Possibilities, Donna? Oh, Who's would you on like that? that? Are, oh, are you trying to get me to uh, pronounce <laughs> Who's number some names? 12? Who's number 12 on the Franz Rogowski. Get it, Queen. For Passages. Christian Friedel for The Zone of Interest. Adam Driver for Ferrari. Uh... Gal Garcia Bernal for Cassandro, Michael Fassbender for The Killer, and big finish, big Koji finish. Yakushu yeah. for Yakusho for Perfect Days. That's all. 
Best Actress, you got Emma Stone for Poor Things, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, Margot Robbie and Barbie. Uh, Carrie Mulligan, again, perennially nominated. She's in a movie. She's nominated for big awards. Uh, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro and Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall. These are, again, all just predictions. You can go to thehollywoodreporter.com, see the list of predictions. Or, you know, you could also say it's a lazy article, and it is just a list of a bunch of people who have been in movies. Donna, I don't know. <laughs> all right, man. It's just IMDb up in here. You know, but if you're, like, you know, really into movies and have seen a lot of these, it, it's kind of fun to see what the, you know, the experts Tell you what, best supporting actor. Yeah. Um, front runners, they have Ryan Gosling there for Barbie. But how about Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer? Oh, like, yeah. You have no visions of Tony Stark of him in this movie. There is no Iron Man crossover. I thought he did a really nice job. And frankly, I thought the makeup department did a really good job as well. Yeah, he looked, you couldn't, yeah, he looked very non-Robert Downey Jr.-ish. I'll tell you who he looks like. Who? That's kind of what Cliff looks like. The guy that oh, I used to sit in the hot tub with in college. Really? Not too, too. They would have. They would have hung out together. Love it. Yeah. Now I gotta go look at it again. Okay, thanks, Steve. You got it, buddy. You're my hey, buddy. we'll take a break. We will uh, cut Holly loose. Thank you so much, Holly. Okay, bye now. Bye. We'll bring in Leah for the final couple of hours of the show. We've got some music news coming your way. Uh, that's next. And a dirt alert. It's Don and Steve on my talk.